Amen. Amen. Are you sending it? Are you sending it to me? I'm going to send it to your email. Okay. Okay. And let me just send it to your email real quick. You know what? God is just faithful, even in our technology issue. ABD Life Living. Yes. There you go. Okay. Do you want me just to go out of this? Yeah. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. The devil is a liar. The Bible says that we overcome. <laughs> we overcome the enemy with the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So we do not allow the enemy to get to have any room or to mess with our broadcast. So Father, right now, even as we begin to just uh, to, to just magnify your name right now, oh God, Father, you get all the praise, honor, and glory. Devil, we serve you. Notice that no weapon formed against us will prosper. In Jesus' mighty name. Father, we thank you, Lord God. Thank you, we, Jesus. We just give you praise. Can you hear me? We give you praise. We give you praise, oh God. And Father, we just declare and decree that, um, <laughs> that any issues you're going to deal with, and we're just going to move forward because... The Bible says that in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. So before we had technology, we had the word. So we had so we're going to let the word have its perfect work. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So go ahead and uh, go ahead and pray. Hallelujah. Can you hear me? We bless you. There's no echo. Really? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. For some reason, it's doing this thing. Um, Hallelujah. Because we're in the same broadcast. It's doing this thing, but we're just going to move on. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, we just thank you. We give you glory. Father, we thank you, Lord, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that as we move forward today, that you would get all the glory, you would get all the honor. We thank you, Lord God, that we will not let anything hinder us from moving forward. Father, we thank you, Lord. We pray for all the prayer requests as people send their prayer requests to restoredmenint at gmail.com. Father, we lay them before your throne and we pray and we lift them up in the precious name of jesus we pray amen and amen hallelujah well we want to welcome everyone to the early morning hour of power with us pastor and prophets michael and tanya bryan of restored ministries international where our purpose our ministry and our mission is to restore renew and refresh you the sons of God with the word of God. Now, what you hear this morning is not going to be my opinion or our opinion, but it's going to be the word. 
because devil, we just serve you notice that the word is forever settled in heaven. And because of the word, it is written, high glory, that man doesn't live by bread alone, but he lives by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So, Father, right now, in Jesus' name, we just declare and decree that uh, whatever difficulties is trying to happen, Father, we just cancel the assignment in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. You can you hear me now? I can't hear you though, but you can hear me. Amen. So, what did you want me to do? Um, I might have to get out and come back in. I don't know what's going on, but the devil is alive. We ain't go. We ain't gonna let him have its way this morning. Amen. So, listen. We have been teaching about this is the season, 2023, because of the world's um, new year, we've been teaching from the standpoint that 2023 is the season of your supply. It is also the season of it is so, and it is also the season that Jehovah Jireh is in operation. So what we have to understand is when the enemy, see, he can't stop what God's going to do But if he can hinder, if he can get us to quit on our own, if he can get us to just say, okay, I can't take this anymore, and I just ain't going to do the No, 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 no. See, we don't let the devil have his way, okay? So so listen, we we just going to go forth. Come on, grab grab your Bibles, grab your coffee, your tea, your smoothie. Amen. Oh, Prophet Michael Mitchell, good morning, good morning. Let's get started this morning. Yes. So now, now I know why the Lord wants us to teach on this subject this morning. Because whenever God, okay, first of all, let's just go back here. 5783 is the season of rest, revelation, and resurrection. This is God's calendar season, okay? So God's calendar season says it is your season of rest, revelation, and resurrection. We must get into a state of peace, shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken in our spirit and in our mind, so God can speak to us and we can hear from God. That's then right. in the hearing, God will reveal and then God will reactivate and resurrect those things which seem like they have been sleeping, dormant or dead. So when God put in my spirit this morning after my wife called me and I was in a state of meditation, <laughs> Dude, you were sitting on the toilet. <laughs> I was meditating before the Lord on he the was throne. Sitting on the toilet. I was on the throne <laughs> speaking to God this morning. <laughs> and God, listen, and God in his infinite wisdom wants us to break the devil's neck, okay? Because 
in this time and season, okay, of 2023. Now, first of all, let's do this real quick. Um, let's go to Isaiah chapter 11, and we're going to read verse 1 and 2 real quick, okay? And what I'm going to do is I'm also going to turn this music off just so that way that might help with the with the with the echo on your side. Can you hear me? Yeah. There's still an echo. Oh! But that's all right. Okay, so Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1 and 2. This is the verses of Scripture. Now, you want to read verse 1 through 10 to get the totality, but we're going to use verse 1 and 2 this morning. And it says that there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow, listen, out of his roots. Okay? Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. Okay? Oh, come on, somebody. When we, when we stay attached to the vine, we will always be victorious, more than conquerors, more than overcomers. Okay? That's right. Now, verse 2. Pay attention to verse 2. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest yeah. upon him. Okay? See, first of all, until you get into a state of rest or a spirit of rest, the Holy Ghost cannot rest on you. That's right. Oh, come on, somebody. Brother Doug, good morning. Dropstick Richard, good morning. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon Doug. It shall rest upon Michael. It shall rest upon Patricia. It shall rest upon Pastor John. It shall rest upon Dorothy. It shall rest upon Richard. It shall rest upon Michelle. It shall rest upon Missy. The spirit must be able to rest on you. And until you get into a state of peace, a state of shalom, where you say, Lord, I'm going to quiet myself so I can first hear you. Absolutely. The, the key of getting into a spirit of rest is so the voice of the Lord can be heard in your spirit and in your soul. Okay? The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon them, the spirit of wisdom and understanding. That's right, Brother Doug. It is so. Okay? When we understand, when the Holy Ghost gets on you, it's already so. It is so. Why? Because the Holy Spirit covers you and becomes the ground that the Word shall land on when it begins to speak. Oh, I'm going to say that again. Okay. Remember in Genesis chapter 1, where it says that in the beginning, the Lord created the heavens and the earth. And the spirit of the Lord hovered over the face of the deep. And then the, the word began to speak. The word can't speak until the spirit is in place. Ah. Come on, somebody. Whoa, we're we going deep today because the devil done got on my bad side when he tries to mess with my technology. So what I do is when the when the devil throws a punch, I throw a hook and an uppercut and, we, and we're going to knock him out this morning. Why? Because he's trying to mess with your wealth, your prosperity. He's trying to mess with your joy and your peace. He's trying to keep you in debt. He's trying to keep you in slavery because you have no rest. Wow. Whoa, glory. And this is why I was in the shower after I was off the throne. And the Lord said, this is where we're going to go this morning. So 
the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Proverbs chapter four says, wisdom is the first thing, therefore get wisdom. But with all your getting, get understanding. Someone type, someone type, I understand. Come on now, type it right now. Because we're going deep today. You getting out of debt today. Your body's going to get healed today. Oh, come on, somebody. Yo, those those business contracts, those those jobs that you've applied for, the school that you're trying to get in, they're going to say yes. Why? Because the promises of God are yes. And in him, amen, it is so. Whoa, amen. glory. Come on, somebody. Oh, my God, my God. There we go. There we go. So now. When we get wisdom and understanding working in tandem with one another, now it activates the spirit of counsel and power and might. Oh, come on, somebody. Well, glory. Oh, I'm oh my God, my God. When you understand it is so works in tandem with wisdom and understanding. Okay. G- go ahead, Pastor Tanya. Um. So are you going to mute? Go ahead. Just speak. Just just speak, babe. So when I looked up the word rest, one uh, one of the definitions was to abandon. Right. Right. So we, we've got to abandon all of the, I mean, when you abandon something, you, you, you let it go. You leave it alone. You forget all about it. Right. And in order for us to get into this state of, of true rest, we've got to begin to abandon the worry. I mean, literally abandon it. You abandon, you leave it, leave it be, or we cannot really enter into the rest. Go ahead. The Bible says this. All things are passed away. Now listen, then it says, behold, it says, pay attention. Turn in another direction. Take a look. Behold, all things have become new. Somebody shout, somebody type, I am new. Come on, somebody. Whoa, glory, high glory. Whoa, glory. Pastor Michael. Yes. Michelle says, abandon all stressors issues that we can't control. There's something about God wants us to, you, you said, what was the scripture you just said? Um, all things are passed away. All things have become new. That right there, old things are passed away. Oh, you can for old things to pass away. You really literally have to abandon. And I think that 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 as we enter into this, well, we can't enter. Let me let me say it like this. We can't enter in if we don't abandon. We can't enter into his rest if we don't abandon. Go ahead. See, and this is for you, Prophet Michael. The Bible says you cannot put fresh wine in old wineskins. No. Someone type. I'm new wine. Come on. I'm new wine. Whoa, glory. See, we're going we're gonna to break the devil's neck 
Oh, I, I've got a spirit of violence on me today. The Bible says, oh, come on now. See, see, the God's sons are too passive sometimes. The Bible says that the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence and the violent take it by force. You're going to have to take your peace. You're going to have to take your wealth. You're going to have to take your healing. You're going to have to take, you're going to have to take it in Jesus name. Okay, so now let's go here. Let's let's go here because this is very key today because the devil didn't want us to get here. One more scripture before we're going to go somewhere where where the devil didn't expect us to go and 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 he's been trying to keep us from going there. So let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 20. Second Corinthians chapter 1 verse 20. Here we go. It says, for all, okay, someone type all in all capital letters. Come on. For all the promises of God in him are yes. Okay, all. See, all, not not just some. See, God just don't want you to be to get out of debt, but yet you got cancer in your body. All, every promise. High glory, he shouted about all the promises of God in him are yes. Now, here's the key. You cannot stay in him stressed out. You can't stay in him worrying and ang- anxious. The Bible says, Paul says, be anxious for nothing, but with all your, but, but, but let your, let your petitions, come on now, your prayers. See, see when you begin to, 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 to get at peace and at rest, you can now hear the voice of the Lord. And that word, that word, that verse of scripture that comes up in your spirit and in your soul, that's the Lord telling you what, what you really need to hit, what you really need to hit to deal with that situation. What you got, Prophet Tanya? No, I'm just, I'm reveling in just the 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 revelation you know that that all all the promises all all i mean and th- that all that's that's very um that's all <laughs> i mean that's all it's not like some but all of the promises right and if we want all we've got to we've got to enter into the rest mm. in order for us to get all we got to enter into the rest. Go ahead. See, we've been taught lies. See, we've been taught, oh, any way you bless me, I'll be satisfied. That's a lie from the pit of devil. That's a lie. Oh, 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 I don't need all that money. Or, 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 or I don't, I, I don't need, oh, oh, I just need enough for me. No, that's a lie from the pit of hell. When God created the earth, when God created Eden, it was a paradise. 
There was rivers. There was gold and silver that was coming up out of the ground. There was food and wealth. There was everything. The Bible says he gave us the earth to enjoy. I cannot enjoy if I'm sick and can't spend my money. I cannot enjoy. The devil is alive and we must defeat the lies that our fathers taught us. It's not okay just to have enough. It's not okay. Oh, but I, I feel pretty good today. Oh, oh, but I got to take all this Medicaid. No, 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 no. That's not okay. God wants your whole spirit, soul, body, and money to be healthy. And we've been taught lies. I was on a radio broadcast yesterday with um, Bishop Charles E. Williams out of Arkansas. And... And, and I know I, I, I'm going to get some emails because I know I got in trouble. But we need to stop telling these lies on God. Okay? God says, I wish above all things. Now, now, get this word. The literal and the spiritual understanding. I wish above all things that you would prosper. Okay? And be in health. Now, here's the connector. Even as your soul prosper. If your soul is not prospering, your body will be sick. If your soul is not prospering, your money will, will, will run from you. If your soul is not prospering, everything begins to die. This is why you must escape and abandon the old you. Come on now. Someone type, I'm new. Come on now. Type it right now. Are you talking or what? Oh, you, <laughs> like, why is it so quiet? Oh my God, that revelation of all, all, all. I mean, I don't even know what to say, all. I mean, of course, you know, I had to look up all. And so all, the whole amount, the whole amount, it's, all all that god has for us we have got to begin to embrace that but it, it it won't be so it is not so if we don't abandon if we don't abandon these mindsets if we don't abandon the fears if we don't abandon what happened to us in the past not negating deal with the past and keep it moving so that you can get all go ahead so now here's what we got to understand first of all Let's deal with this subject of money and giving. The, see, the devil's been lying to God's son. Now, listen, I'm going to call you sons, ladies. I understand when I say sons, it has nothing to do with gender. Paul said in Galatians chapter 4, I no longer call you servants, but I call you sons. Why? Because we were not created as servants. The church taught us lies. You don't go to the building to serve God. God doesn't need slaves, okay? That's a slave-servant mentality. He created sons, okay? This is why Jesus came. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse 12, and to as many as received him, the Word, he gave them the power to become the sons of 
God. Now, here's the key. Jesus' whole purpose, okay, according to Paul, this is the, the, uh, the uh, Paul said, for this purpose was Christ manifest in the earth that he might destroy the works of the devil. Jesus left his glory to become poor because compared to heaven, earth is poor. I'm going to say it again, okay? Let Don't be so spiritual that you know earthly good. He, he lived in the place where the, where the streets are paved with gold. The, the, the walls are, are built with the jewels of God. So he left a, a much more wealthier place to come down here to put everything back in order. To destroy the works of the devil. Everything the devil touches is destroyed. So we had to come rebuild it. This is why John said, behold, here comes the kingdom of God. Okay? Because it had to be rebuilt. So now, we are going into this area of giving. When you understand, how glory, what the purpose of giving is. Okay, the Bible said, with all your getting, get understanding. Okay, and I'm gonna start right here. Okay, and then because Prophet Tanya's got some things to share, and we're gonna be and, and we're gonna be teaching you about your wealth and your resources. And listen, we're not teaching. Listen, we're not teaching a prosperity message. We we are teaching you and giving you the understanding of your inheritance. As a son of God, you're supposed to have more than enough so you can be blessed to be a blessing. See, I can't bless someone else unless I've first been blessed. Why? Because if God, if I need to pay a bill and God only gives me enough to pay that bill, I'm still in the same situation that I was before he paid the bill. God says, I, I'm going to cause your cups to run over. Okay? Now, so please put on your, your hats of understanding. Proverbs chapter 3. Okay, Proverbs chapter 3. Whoo, glory. Listen, somebody's going to get out of debt today. Somebody's going to cause stuff that you didn't even know that was yours. It's going to start. You're going to start getting letters and emails about money and wealth that was yours that's been sitting there because God is going to activate your new man, to give you the understanding that is yours. Okay? Proverbs chapter 3, look at verse 9. Okay? Woo, glory. All right, here we go. And in fact, we're going to start at verse 5, so that way we can get the total context. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. Listen to what it says. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Okay, you might not understand why God wants you to be wealthy. But please, if you'll stay in this state of rest right now, God will help you understand. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord. 
Here we go. Here's that escaping, abandoning, depart from evil. It shall be health to your navel and marrow to your bones. Here we go. Capital H. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all your increase. So shall your barns be filled with plenty and your presses. There's the press, Prophet Michael. The, and your presses shall burst out with new wine. Whoa, glory. See, see, God, he, he, he put us on earth and he gave us opulence. <laughs> he gave us the total glory. He, he made earth to be a foreshadowing of heaven. Okay. We're supposed to enjoy being here on earth. So we're supposed to have our own Eden, our own land, place of territory and wealth. So we can be the king of, he's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. He did, he's not the king of slaves. No, he created kings. He created lord, lords own property, kings own land. Nowhere does it say slave. It ain't got nothing to do with black, okay? We are slaves in our own mind if we don't have the full understanding that he says all the promises of God are yes and amen. Somebody type, it is so. Whoa, glory. What you got right there, Prophet Tanya? What does that say? What does verse 9 and verse 10 say in the Amplified? Uh, what? <laughs> um okay proverbs 3 verse 9 and 10 oh, okay i had skipped uh keep talking let me go back to it okay so let's get this understanding okay first of all we're going to destroy all of the wrong seeds that have been planted by the body of christ by the misunderstanding of teaching about tithes and offerings because tithing or giving is not supposed to be a stressor. It's not supposed to bring yeah, you anxiety. Okay. Giving to God. The Bible says, honor the Lord. Honor. See, see, when I, when I come into God's presence, first of all, the word says, do not even come into his presence empty handed. So when I come into the presence of God, I honor the Lord with my substance and with all the first fruits of all my increase. Why? Because everything is God's anyway. When you understand, here's the understanding. It's not yours. We are stewards. We are managers of God's wealth. And all he says is, honor me. Now, here's how we honor. This word honor in the Hebrew Come on now, if you're getting something, someone type amen. Okay, oh, we about to get deep now. Because honor, the word honor is the word kabod. And the word kabod also in, in the Hebrew means the glory and presence of God. Oh my God. So I am kaboding back to God. I'm I am, listen, I am giving back some of God's glory back to him. Oh, oh my God. 
I am, oh my God, God help, God allows me to share his glory. Woo, see, I know we've been taught that, 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 you know, we don't have no glory. That's a lie. In Isaiah, it says that God is going to pour his glory and share his glory on us. But the kabod of God means I am in the spirit and, and because his spirit's on me, he allows me to come into his presence because he he recognizes his own image. Can I, can I, can I jump in? Go ahead. That is so incredibly powerful. And so even as you thought about when you said that 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 word on of kebab, you know, it, it's like the glory of God. I automatically thought about worship. See, we need to understand that when we give. How many times have you heard people say that giving is an act of worship? And when you begin to worship the, the glory of God, you were oft, oftentimes we think of worship as, okay, I'm going to sing. No, no, no. All throughout the scripture, whenever they, they like, I remember um, in Abraham in Genesis, Genesis chapter 22, verse five, Abraham, when he was about to sacrifice his son, he, he told the servant, me and my son, we're about to go worship. Whenever you worship God, it always talked about you're giving. The worship is an act. I mean, giving is an act of worship. And so when you begin to worship God, his glory, his kebab, when you worship, when you give. Kebab. Kebab, sorry. When you give, you are worshiping God so that his glory can begin to, to manifest. We have got it all wrong about this giving. And, and go ahead. ahead. Worship is not just an act of giving. Is not just an act of worship. Giving is a lifestyle of worshipers. Ah! See, the Bible says <laughs> God is a spirit, and they that worship me, listen, must worship in spirit and in truth. Woo! Come on, somebody. We, oh my God. Oh, see, we're going to, oh my God, my God. Listen, God's men and women of God in times past, because they were trying to get mortgages paid or, or rent paid or light bills paid for the church and the buildings, okay? Understand this. Honoring God with your money is not for paying bills. It's to give him honor. Honor and glory do his name. God knows how to take care of his lights. God, if he told you to build the building, he knows how to take care of the lease payment. Okay? We need to stop putting pressure and anxiety and stressors on God's sons and daughters about giving. Giving is supposed to be, uh, oh, oh, get that scripture. Get that scripture. The one that Paul said that God loves. See, the reason why Solomon was so wealthy and wise, the first offering he gave was so, he sacrificed so many offerings to the Lord. The Bible says, for the glory that filled the temple, the ministers were not able. Why? God came down to personally 
interact with Solomon in the act of worship. Woo! Go ahead. Go ahead. So I think if we begin to understand that this, that giving is such a sacred act and the enemy has polluted it, right? He has polluted because all throughout the, the, the Old Testament, all throughout the New Testament, they worshiped God through their giving. And so, but they had a, they had the right heart posture. So in second Corinthians chapter nine, verse seven, I want you all to go there. Second Corinthians uh, chapter nine, verse seven, and I'm going to read it um, in the amplified because you all know, I love the, I love the word of God, but I really love the amplified, but it says, so again, second Corinthians chapter nine, verse seven, it says, let each one give thoughtfully. Go ahead. Can you back up and read verse, verse six first? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, sure. sure. Now remember this. Ah, oh my God. <laughs> he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows generously that blessings may come to others. Oh my God, did you hear that? We'll also reap generously and be blessed. Go ahead, I know you want to expound on that. Okay, so verse seven. Up. But again, just, talk, I mean, this whole idea that, that we were created to give. We were created to give. We were created to give. So verse seven says, let each one give thoughtfully. And and with purpose, just as he has decided, oh my God, in his heart, not grudgingly or under compulsion, for what God loves a cheerful giver and, and delight in the one whose heart is in his head. Read verse eight. And God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come in abundance to you that you may always under all circumstances, regardless of the need, have complete, oh my God, sufficiency in everything, being completely self-sufficient in him and have an abundance for every good work and act of charity. Oh, oh my God. God. Now, here's the key, okay? Right there. Now, I'm going to read it in the King James, okay? But do you get the deepness of the understanding? When we honor the Lord with, with our substance, the Bible says God is able to make all grace. Grace is God's supernatural power for us to fulfill his purpose. If God purposed you to build the building, God will supply all of your need. Why? Oh, my God, because he is Jehovah Jireh. Abraham activated Jehovah Jireh in the earth when he was going to sacrifice Isaac. Because, and we'll go there today, because the Bible says when God told Abraham to sacrifice the very promise that he promised Abraham, and Abraham said, sure, I'll do it. I'll do it right now. I know he's my promise, 
But I believe God that if he tells me to sacrifice it, he'll either rise it up again or give me another one that looks just like him. Okay. Abraham believed God. Can I, can I, can I jump in? So I want us to go back. I mean, cause this, I, we, we cannot run over this because the Bible talks about rightly dividing the word, right? So if we look at verse seven, it says, let each one give thoughtfully and with purpose, just as he has decided in his heart. And in the, um, in the uh, King James, it says, each must give as you have made up in your mind, as you have made up in your mind. So the first thing we, we have to give understanding that I'm giving out of my love to God, right? You have to, I, I can't convince you. You have to give as you have purpose in your heart because we were created to give. Go ahead. Uh. See, and when you understand that your heart is the connection of your spirit and your soul, this is why he, it says right here that, Every man according as he has purpose in his heart. So your spirit and your soul must be in agreement. You're not giving out of foolishness. You are giving out of a voice from God. Because when you give from the voice of God, now you activate all the promises of God. You don't give because somebody made you give. You give because you're honoring your father with everything that he's given unto you. See, this is why the Bible says, give and it shall be given. Go ahead. Can I jump in? Go ahead. Unmute your mic. Sorry, I'm just talking. <laughs> We have to understand that giving is absolutely voluntary, right? It is absolutely voluntary. It is an act, as we said, of worship. It's an act of worship in the Bible, in the, the, uh, the, the first part, the Old Testament. They constantly, they constantly, whenever they gave it, they understood that it was a worship. It was a sacred practice. It was not something that you just did haphazardly. Let me give $2. Let me give $3. No, it, we talked, we just read that you have to be purposeful and intentful. God, I'm giving this. I'm sowing this. Not because somebody is convincing me. Somebody is manipulating me. Somebody is trying to make me feel bad. But I give because of my love for you. I give because you, I, I give because I'm, I, you've created me to give. Go, Go ahead. ahead. And that's the key. See, when you have the understanding that when they were sacrificing the animals, and this is why we have, elevated from sacrificing animals to giving finances, okay? At at that point in time in the Old Testament, your 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 livestock was a uh showing or an evidence of your wealth. Okay? So God had you sacrifice certain animals, bullocks, sheep, goat, and they were all done according to 
the instructions of God to the prophet, to the priest. So when, when even when Solomon gave, they had an altar for the flesh of the animal. Then they had another part of the altar that was just for the fat of the animal. And the Bible says that when they, when they sacrificed the animals and that fire hit the fat and the meat, it, it caused a sweet smelling savor to the nostrils of God. See, when you give <clears throat> out of the abundance of your heart, it sends a sweet smelling savor, an incense unto God that he says, I receive that worship. I can look at the heart. They're doing it with the right intent. They're not trying to manipulate me. So I'm going to activate the wealth of heaven to be poured back onto them. Go for it. So you were talking about Abraham, right? And Isaac. So if we turn to Genesis chapter 22, I want you to turn there. Um, and so, because we talked about how when we, how when we give, it's an act of worship, Right. And so if we look at uh, Genesis chapter 22, go ahead and, and um, Pastor Michael, can you read it from the um, King James? Yes. And read verse, verse five. five. Okay, here we go. And Abram, and, and Abraham said unto his men, his servants, stay here with the donkeys and I and the lad, not the child, not the, Isaac was big enough to overpower or old Abraham, okay? And the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. Me and the lad will go yonder and worship, okay? And we will come to you again. Now listen, Abraham is the first prophet of God, okay? He right now is prophesying that though God told me to kill my son, when I come back to my servants, he's going to be with me again. Go, go ahead, talk. So that that's really powerful what you're saying. Because as it says, it says, and Abraham took the word, the wood for the burnt offering and laid it. I'm on verse six. All right. Because he Abraham is telling, we're going to go worship. They weren't going to go sing songs, were they? They were going to go worship because, and then verse six says, then Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering. So whenever they worshiped, there was always an offering that was given and laid it on the shoulders of Isaac and took the, uh, the fire and his own hand and the sacrifice knife. And the two of them walked together. Now, you verse seven says, Verse seven says, and Isaac asked Abraham a question, showing that Abraham had taught him from a child how to worship God. See, here's the problem. Here's the problem in the families of our nation. We have lost, we have gotten rid of God out of our household, out of the government, out of our schools. Now we have to, now God's saying, I got to come and reclaim everything, but it starts with you in your house. And, and, he, and he says, Father, and Abraham said, here I am. And he said, behold, we got the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? I'm going to say it again. The lamb, 
this lamb is a form of Christ because Christ is called the Lamb of God. Abraham built a lifestyle of worshiping God, and he taught his household, his servants, how to worship God. So as for me and my house, we go, we going to give God glory, okay? And so every time we worship, it's about offering you you never got and, and, and i know somewhere in the word of god I, I can't think of the scripture now you never go empty-handed because, because whenever they, 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 they worship god they understood there was an exchange go ahead exodus chapter 12 exodus chapter 23 leviticus chapter 23 you never went into the presence of god without an offering okay so now look at how abraham prophesied to his son isaac See, he knows what he's getting ready to do. Isaac doesn't know. Isaac is in a state of peace. Wow. The offering, see, how you worship will affect your offering. Isaac, okay, and Abram, Abraham said, my son, listen, here's the activation of Jehovah Jireh. God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they both went together. And they came to the place which God told him, which God told him. So you better be careful where you give. You better be careful what ground you're sowing into. See, I know this ground is good ground. Why? Because we have a lifestyle of worship. Okay? We don't tell you to do nothing that we don't do first. We have built a lifestyle of worshiping God with all the substance. If God tells me to give a paycheck, if God tells me to give away a car, if God says, let these people come stay with you, I my house is a place of worship. Ha, glory. Behind this, behind this right here, I've got a altar of worship right here where I come and I get with God all by myself. And I say, Lord, Give me this day, my daily bread. I've come in your presence. I don't come empty-handed. I lay myself on the altar. I become the offering of God. Well, glory, somebody better get this today. And Abraham laid the wood in order, and he tied up Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. Here's how we know Isaac was at a state of peace. He's letting his father put him on the fire. Can you say that of yourself? Can we say that of ourselves? Father, put me on the fire. Oh, come on now. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called to him out of heaven, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here am I. And he said, lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither do anything to him. Listen, here's the voice of God. For now I know that you fear God, seeing you have not withheld your most precious item, your son, your only son from me. And now listen, and Abraham lifted up his eyes and he looked behind him. And a ram was caught in a thicket. Woo! Behind him. The Bible says, goodness and mercy shall follow you 
all the days of your life. Oh, come on now. And Abraham went, took the ram, offered him up for a burnt offering and instead of his son. And Abraham, not God, Abraham named this spirit, this activity of worship. And Abraham called the name of that place. Jehovah Jireh, as it is said in the mountain of the Lord, it shall be seen. Woo, glory. Oh, my God, my God. Is anybody, someone, someone, someone type, it is so. <laughs> it is so. Oh, come you, on now. You, you know what? This is so powerful. And I believe that God wants his people to really begin to understand what true giving is, right? It, it's not, you're, you don't give out of compulsion, right? Because you're manipulated. You give, and, 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 and I, I'm gonna say this, sometimes giving is, it's, it's a challenge. It's a sacrifice, right? Abraham gave his son. He was willing to give, he abandoned all in order to give to God. Now, now this, this is, is not, I'm not saying this to manipulate. I'm not, no, but because he understood the power of worship, because he had a life, uh, Pastor Michael said something, giving is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Worshipers are, a, they, they give, their lifestyle is about giving. Right, go ahead, Pastor Mike. I know you were trying to say something earlier. Listen, here, here, here's what we got to understand. Okay, man, this is this is so powerful. But listen, Abraham, because he's the first prophet, he is calling those things that be not as though they were. God needed a man to call that place to call the activity of the spirit of God by name. So when Abraham went through this act, this is a foreshadowing of what Jesus would fulfill on the cross. So I'm going to say it again. He's called the lamb of God. He was slaughtered. He was beaten. Crown of thorns. 39 stripes. His flesh was torn. His flesh was sacrificed. Blood. Okay. Then he had to hang, and this is and and they would have to bleed the sheep and let the sheep or the uh, offering bleed into a bowl, and then they would take that blood and sprinkle it on the altar. See, everything that Abraham did, Jesus fulfilled. Jesus said, I didn't come to get to take away the law. I came to be the fulfillment of the Torah, the word of God, because he is the word of God. So this is why in, inside the garden of Gethsemane, he said, oh man, I'm becoming, I must become sin so sin can be destroyed. He was scared. He was, he was becoming the lamb of God, the one that would be sacrificed. Oh, come on now. Now listen, we get made a gift. Okay, we're going to worship the Lord. We're going to honor the Lord with your substance. Okay, now you have two forms of giving. You can use the 5783 seed. Okay, 
$57.83, whatever the Lord tells you to do. Or you can use 2023. Okay. But listen, honor the Lord with your substance today. Use the website, www.RestoredMinistriesInt.org. Use the Zelle at RestoredMinintl at Gmail. Or you can even sow a seed personally into the prophet at Cash App. Yes. Yes, prophet. We have to understand, just to reiterate, because this is something that we're going to constantly be teaching, that giving is an act of worship. This is, you're giving, don't give because we say give, but you're giving not out of compulsion, but because the Bible says, as we read in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7, God loves a cheerful giver. When God gave, God, I know that when God gives, when he, when, when we get the blessings of the Lord, there's such a joy. There's such a, a, I I know father has such a joy in giving. And so we have to emulate that same thing. So even as you're giving, make a a decision in your heart, God, I'm giving because I love you. I'm, I'm not, I don't give grudgingly because oftentimes when that happens, th- there's not a blessing that comes back on that because your heart attitude, your heart posture is not right. And so we have got to begin to change our mindset when we're giving that this is worship. This is a sacred, a sacred, solemn time that I'm worshiping. I'm worship. I'm going before the father and I'm worshiping and I'm giving and I'm sacrificing. I'm sacrificing my money. I'm sacrificing my time. I am laying it on the altar so that father can bless because I delight. I have joy when I give. So father, right now, as your sons and daughters prepare their worship, Father, we speak the word. We speak the blessing, the hundredfold, the sixtyfold, the thirtyfold. Father, I speak the thousand times better according to Deuteronomy chapter one. Father, make them a thousand times better. Increase them a thousand times more. Father, I thank you, Lord God. Their finances, it is a sacrifice. It is a precious element in their life. So Father, and give them back even more. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Father, cause them to have a perpetual, continual overflowing of their cups. And Father, in Jesus' name, I declare and decree, devil, we come against every wrong thought, every wrong mindset to worshiping God and honoring them with their giving. Father, we come against the strongholds, every wrong imagination. Father, I thank you, Lord God. We cancel the assignment of ignorance and deception when it comes to worshiping and giving. And Father, right now, I declare and decree, they'll never be the same. And I just want to add, this morning when we were in prayer, um, the Holy Spirit, I began to pray that Jehovah Rapha, the God that healeth, right, is 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 it's like he his presence was there. And so when we talk about Jehovah Rapha, right, he is the God that heals. And even as we were just praying, I it's like I saw there are people that have been manipulated. There are people that have been hurt by the church. There are people that have given their all to, to, to the church and, and did not receive a return. And so that's caused them because maybe they were compelled. Maybe they were manipulated out of it. 
and it caused them. There was a hurt there. And I, 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 I sent to my spirit that Jehovah Rapha is here to heal those that have, have given and, and maybe didn't receive a, a return. Those that, and, and it caused them to become bitter about giving. I believe that God is going to begin that Jehovah Rapha is here to heal your heart to heal your mind about giving, to begin to give you revelation and understanding about what true giving is. Amen. I just needed to share that. Amen. So, Father, we destroy any areas of misunderstanding, any areas of ignorance. And, Father, right now, heal the land. Heal the land. Heal the land and father right now heal them of the hurts of manipulation and control father we come against every spirit of manipulation and control where it was done whether knowingly or unknowingly but father we cancel the assignment and father heal the soul heal the spirit heal father i speak the balm of gilead will heal will just heal the wounds of past misunderstandings and father cause them to go to another level behold old things are passed away and behold all things have become new in jesus name now listen we want to thank you for joining in today but listen we're going to be i'm going to be right here until the lord says something different why because we must be healed in worship We must be healed in worship. We must be healed in worship. And like before you get out of here, you type it is so. Because God, from this day forward, your whole spirit, soul, body, as well as finances is turning around. Well, amen. Amen. God bless you. We love you. I I just... I'm excited even in this new dispensation because God is doing something new. God is doing something fresh. Amen. And and open up your hearts, open up your mind, open up your spirit. Keep a journal, keep a notebook at the side of your bed because I believe that God's going to begin to give you revelation. He's going to begin to speak to you in your dreams about areas that that he wants to work on with you. It's time. Write the vision. Write the vision. There's some things that God's going to begin to stir up in your heart, stir up in your spirit as you allow God's healing, as you allow God's healing to permeate your very core. Amen and amen. I'm done. I am done. (laughs) God bless.